good evening, good afternoon. This is Barbecue and Curry. This is the NFL Week 6 Review. And as always, I'm joined by the mathematical genius that is Ty sitting in the studio with me. How's it going, fellas? Also not a genius, but thank you for that, Eugene. And I'm also joined by our resident other degenerate coming to us from Kansas City, Missouri in his bright Tennessee orange painted room. Sam, how you doing, Sam? I do have a Tennessee orange painted room and I... I do. I thought you were maybe talking about my hoodie. I was like, dude, it's gray. It's Tennessee, but it's gray. But- no, no, not the hoodie. Just the, the room. Um, as always, Ty's going to tell us how good or bad we did for the week, and then we're going to run through NFL review for week six. Well, it was actually a uh, it was a it was a decent week for everybody. Um, I went seven out of thirteen, uh, and this is again all the numbers you're going to hear is pre Monday Night Football, right? So I went seven for thirteen. So did Eugene. Sam went eight for thirteen. Uh, Survivor. I mean, I, by the way, that brings us all to a total of uh, forty-four for Eugene, fifty for me, fifty-two for Sam. Uh, out of ninety-three games, which is not a bad record for Sam, and now Eugene is slightly, slightly behind. He's doing okay. He's yeah. stepping up a bit. He's just under five hundred. Exactly, so, slightly he behind. Had a good week this week, though. Long, long way to go. Long way to go. You, you can catch him if, if you want to. And if him and I get the bills in, you know, he goes eight for fourteen. That's a good week. Eight for fourteen is a good week. It so. is, and, and you go nine for fourteen. Holy shit! Yeah, uh, but no, oh, well, uh, survivor. that up. I mean, I am at the top a lot this year. You are kind of a common theme. You actually, you actually started well this year, unlike last year. I know. I'm worried about you guys. I'm two games. I'm two games behind you, man. You guys are letting this happen. <laughs> Survivor, uh, my Rams pick covered easy. Uh, Sam was in in trouble for a half, and Eugene was in trouble for all of regulation. And <laughs> and, then, and then overtime with the Cowboys, the Eugene covered. Uh, it, it, probably the best game of the week to watch, and we'll we'll jump into that later on. Um, best bets. I hit my Cowboys minus four and a half. Eugene hit his Cowboys minus four and a half. Sam's Broncos minus three and a half did not cover. All I got to say is good guys never win. I tried to ride America, ride the world, being a good person, and this is what it did to me. That's fair. Uh, (laughs) Sam has a point of view on that. As for me of the week, my Bucks won but did not uh, win by a touchdown, did not cover. Eugene had the Colts, and the Colts covered easily. Uh, Sam had the Cowboys, and they just missed out on that Ask Me of the Week bonus. <laughs> so, I, I and I both tie. You and I both won by six. Yours is dipping. They didn't even cover the spread. I covered the spread at least. But I didn't even get the chance to get that extra point. You know, I lost my best bet and my Ask Me of the Week for the first, uh, bo- in the same week for the first time since week one. <laughs> and this time, it was because I was being a good person and got fucked. Because the NFL rules. Oh. So, I think I should have an honorary hit of the Astros. There's no honorary. No, not no, going to happen. None of it yet. But I, I am upset this week, and I will not be a good week but, person this week because of the Broncos. However, however, this should this should put a smile on your face. You went three and one on the bet you gave out on the show, which brings you to a total of fourteen and three. Uh, so. I mean, that, yeah. that does bring a smile on the face, especially when you say it, because then you have to like hear it like multiple times because you're saying it. Nah, dude, I, I, I root for you. Like, I root for your picks. I want you I to know. Well, yeah, <laughs> I wish I could say the same. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Obviously, I root for your picks. <laughs> um, but no, uh, that just that takes care of the number side of it. So let's jump right into the slate. We'll start off with uh, 
the London, night game. London game. London game. London game. Here we go. All right, Eugene. Uh, we already talked about Thursday night game. Yeah, we did, yeah. right? Yeah. Or so, oh, no, I don't think we have. I don't mind talking about it. Shit, I was the only one that got right. Shit, let's go. We, we can talk about the Bucks visiting the Eagles. The Bucks were favored by six and a half since Sam was so adamant about talking about this game. Sam is the only one that got this game right on our show. Go ahead, Sam. Take it away. Well, it kind of just kind of it went out like I thought it would. I thought I I actually come Thursday seven fifteen Central. I kind of thought the Eagles might win quickly. The game was not didn't play that way. Mm-hmm. But I was really never worried. I I always thought the back door was going to be there with that much defense. So I was pretty confident the whole game, even with the bad start. I would just I think a little too high on the Bucks because. Like when it comes to myself, road dogs, like road favorites, on like standalone games, I love betting against them against the spread. But with but with the hurt and the cow with the hurt and the Buccaneers put on the Dolphins the week before, I was a little too enamored with that Buccaneers offense. Uh, but it's not the Dolphins though. Well, I mean, we figured out about the Dolphins a little bit this week. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Um, but nah, I should have gone with the Philly Eagles there. So moving on to the game in London, we keep sending horrible teams to London to watch for to to play. We have the Dolphins and the Jags at Tottenham Stadium. The Dolphins were favored by three and a half. The Dolphins did not win this game. Once again, Sam is the only one that predicted this game correctly. We also saw the return of Tua. Um, to anybody on the panel, in a row, guys. Yeah. How did how did Tua look? How did Tua look to you all? Sam, you got it. I listened to the game. Unfortunately, I really wasn't able to watch any of it. I listened to basically the whole thing as I was sweating out my Jags bat. But it sounded like he played really well for the first, like, two or three possessions, and then everything kind of went downhill. And he still made interesting decisions in those possessions. I remember one, if I remember correctly, is – I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what it looked like, but the radio guy said he had all this room, and then he just threw it, and it, and it was just a whole blast. And it was like a third and two where he only needed to run it a short yardage, if I remember correctly. So it was like maybe his head's not all in there, but I thought he played well at the beginning. And then obviously the second half, something changed. I'm not totally sure what. I'm not going to lie. I watched the fourth quarter of it. Uh, I, thought, I thought I got to watch that game, the fourth quarter. He did, he looked all right for, for his first game back. Clearly his favorite target is Jalen Waddle. Um, but not like... He, he he didn't he didn't look, for a first game back he didn't look too bad at all, and I the only reason I watched was like I'm like oh Jags might get their first win and they did and funny enough come Sunday, I I had flipped on both these games, I like like on, on our pick him I went with the Buccaneers and I I went with the Eagles and I went with the Jags, just because I was like yeah my stance changed but he didn't look too bad in the fourth quarter actually I'm not gonna lie. He did. He did make some mistakes though. Three for forty-seven for three twenty-nine, two TDs and a pick. It's not a bad game. It's I mean, not forty-seven throws in the first game back. I mean, welcome back. And that should tell you how bad that defense hurt. is. If he's got to throw forty-seven times, like I'm something, something's up in Miami with that defense. I, I don't know what it is. I can't put a finger. I got to put my finger on it. But you can run on that team. You can run on the team quite easily. Speaking about running on a team, let's go to Baltimore, Maryland, where the Los Angeles Chargers visited the Baltimore Ravens and got the Briggs beat off of them. The Ravens were favored by three, and it wasn't even close. Um, 
I really, I don't know how I didn't bet on this game. Uh, like, this game stands out the most of the week because I just remember, well, it didn't. The Broncos game stands out the most. But the, I remember being really passionate about the Ravens on the podcast, mm-hmm. on, like, previewing the game. We all were. It was one of those lines that smelled, and uh, it was like, I think a lot of people might like the Chargers because it's a weird line. I mean, but, man, did they kill them. I didn't think they'd kill them. It was Herbert struggles against the Blitz, and Baltimore loves the Blitz. Like that's yeah. that's also what that was. Like, it was like end of a end of a couple game streak that was pretty difficult, and they're going into a bye now. So I guess they were just looking at the bye too. I, they didn't seem ready to play. They did not. They did not. This, this was not the game I watched, but I was trying to keep up with it. Yeah, like her just this wasn't a Chargers team offense that we are kind of used to at this point. You know. No, it was unfortunate. But I, did, I definitely think it's a throwaway game. It feels like they were looking straight into the bye week after multiple straight tough weeks. Like I, I it's like a full blown throwaway for me. I'm like, not this doesn't make me concerned or anything over them. I'm, I'm like foreshadowing for our next show, but I can't wait for the for, for Baltimore next game. They, we, oh, they we play, play Cincinnati. Exactly, I can't wait for that game. <laughs> cannot wait for that game. Moving on to a game I was disappointed by. We have the Minnesota Vikings visiting Carolina. The Vikings were favored by a point, and the Vikings pulled this game off. Um, I this, personally, and by the way, this closed at two and a half. The other way. No. Was, was, was it the Panthers? No, because the Panthers were favored no, by a point. No, this is the Panthers were favored, right? Yeah, Panthers were favored by a point. Okay, yeah. This is the Panthers were favored. In, yes. two. The, I bet the Panthers in real life at plus two and a half. Wow! I, so the line the line moved by the time we recorded this last week. The moment I got the McCaffrey McCaffrey news, this was my bet: Vikings plus one, plus one and a half. Actually, is what I got it at. The moment I got the McCaffrey news, we're not there embedded. It was one. It was, All they needed to do was march down the field, get that touchdown, and not convert the two points. Yeah. Uh, it it was a good game. I I liked it. Uh. It needed to, the, until like, like the fourth quarter had come to life. Sam Darnold was having some problems, but if you look at the stat line, but it wasn't that man. The Panthers couldn't catch the fucking ball. Just drops for days. There was Robbie Anderson was dropping the ball all over the place. DJ Moore dropped it on a really big third down on the last drive. It didn't matter, but I was like, good. Like God. there was a couple big drops in that game. Literally, Robbie Anderson. I can remember at least four or five. Yeah, like at least drops everywhere. I'm like, wow, 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 wow. Um, and the Vikings played well. Adam Thielen had his breakout game. You know, we we knew it was coming. Uh, Thankfully, because he was on my fantasy, and I needed that. There we go. Uh, Dalvin Cook, welcome back. He he did Dalvin Cook things. It was just it was a typical Vikings performance, really. Uh, they, they missed the field goal in the end too, so made it typical Vikings. <laughs> yes. Um, going to the game where Adam Rogers told the opposing fans, "I own you." Who? Adam. Not Adam. Aaron Rodgers told the opposing. Oh, okay. Aaron Rodgers told the Bears fans, "I own you." This is the Green Bay Packers visiting Chicago. The Packers were favored by four and a half, and the Packers won this game. Sam bet the Bears tie, and I bet the Packers. It's, it's Aaron Rodgers doing Aaron Rodgers things. Um, there's no more platitudes or superlatives that you can give to this man. Yeah. I mean, it's Aaron. Like This line, uh, I think at kickoff was at, was at six. 
So hey, please tell me you guys heard why he said that. No, I have no idea. I looked in the crowd and saw a woman giving them the double birds. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, shit, they deserved it then. It's <sighs> uh, a great fandomship, in my opinion. Like, why not? Oh, no, true, but then you deserve what comes with that. <laughs> oh, no, I loved I mean, I loved it. Yeah. Awesome. Like, I that's sports that for me. For me, that's sports. I, I, that's why I love sports. That, that interaction. Uh, but no, Aaron Rodgers. one five or something against them in his, like, career. What's that? Yeah. Something ridiculous. He's like twenty four and five or something like that against them. Against they, Bears. This is the NFL's oldest rivalry, and ever since Aaron Rodgers has been playing in this, this is no longer a rivalry. Yeah, that's true. Like for as long as I've, I can remember. Twenty two and five. Like, and is that including uh, Sunday's game? Yeah, nah. Yeah, like, it, it's it's Aaron Rodgers, man. That's enough said. That's enough said. I think I think we should move more to the next one. We had the Bengals visiting the Lions. And the Bengals were favored by three and a half. I don't know if the Lions showed up or not, but since this is Ty's team, go ahead and talk about them, Ty. They look good. They did, man. And listen, like uh, that secondary was a little hurt, so we knew, and they were they're the worst team against the run, so we we knew we could beat them in any way we wanted to uh, with our offense, and we chose to beat them both ways. Funny enough, they they tried to stack the box against us. They say they said they said you're not running the ball on us. You can uh, try try and throw. And Joe said, "Okay, I'll throw." And throw he did. Like Jamar had almost 100 yards. Joe Mixon had a 40 yard touchdown. It was it it, it was something I, I expected. Like, we expect these things. Huh? Uh, Look, you you caught the you caught the Lions on a week. They were still wiping up their tears. I think that's about. Oh, all I, I knew Sam was going to say. They deserved to get their ass whipped. I hope he cried more after the game. Oh my and god! He certainly doesn't bite kneecaps anymore. What do you get? What, what do you have against people crying, dude? Nothing. You can't come out and be like, "I bite kneecaps," and then be like, "I, I cry over losing the game in the week five. That's not like what? that. Those two don't. They, they don't equate. I don't know. Really? Look, they fucking their all their fucking uh, towels were still in the washer. <laughs> I have nothing against it. I'm missing, like they, they didn't stand a chance against us. You're trying. You're making it. You're making it a whole nother point that makes me sound horrible. It's the. It's everything combined in the situation that makes zero sense. I, I don't see, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> I, <laughs> Notice I have not covered it. We're going to move on <laughs> to the Houston Texans. Texans visiting the Indianapolis Colts. I was looked at real funny when I picked this game to be my ass whooping of the week, but this game was an ass whooping. Um, Todd's favorite quarterback that he likes to tout did extremely well. He was extremely efficient in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, the Texans are just horrible. There's just no other way. There's just no other way to see. They are, and I have to say, we didn't really look at you funny for this one. We looked at you funny for the Cowboys uh, survival pick. This we didn't look at you funny for this one, uh, but no. And the the Texans are a bad team, and without Tyrod, they're even worse. It's and with Carson Wentz and that run game and that defense, we expect this from them. That defense can be exploited over the top. Davis Mills. It doesn't have, can't exploit you that way. So, I, I feel like the Colts were never in doubt. Yeah. I'm just getting flashback to last year, <clears throat> looking at you guys had two right picks and me wrong, and that wrong one said Texan. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, it's, 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 
because you're in the damn tingles. You just you just tingled all all year last they're, year. They're not there. Oh, yeah, last year. Last year, yeah. <laughs> they were there last year. Was that was the first year I made it. It's a good time for me. Good time for <laughs> my life. We're gonna move on to East Rutherford, New Jersey, where the Los Angeles Rams paid a visit to the New York Football Giants, and I still want to know if the Giants knew it was a game last night because if they did, I can't believe Daniel Jones played. Same. Remember, like we really didn't think like our reports that we were looking at really didn't seem like he was going to. And this line finished I'm up at happy plus. Happy that we saw those because I would have picked the Giants. Same because this line ended up at plus eight. <laughs> Like come kickoff, it. it was plus I eight, and that 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 was the DJ effect, instead of Mike Glennon. Uh, but still, like, and I was about to bet Giants plus eight, but I was like, no, that's not because I, I had too much Stafford and Henderson on my DraftKings. I was like, I, I don't be rooting on both sides of it. So, <laughs> and then thank God I did not. The Rams whooping that ass, Oof. whooping that ass, boy. Ooh, they beat that. I wanted this to be my survivor pick in the main Bobby King Curry survivor. But turns out I had already used them, so I was I was pissed about that. But I mean, this this game was I almost picked them. This game was never close. Like it was never close. No. Like well, Giants scored. I think they scored first. I think they went up like three zero. Yeah, a field goal. And then after that, the rest was history. Cooper Cup is they were winning. <laughs> Cooper Cup is a goddamn cheat code, apparently. <laughs> He's one of them up, up down up down left left BBA. <laughs> kind of cheat code. It, it was it, it was ridiculous what Cooper Cup did. Speaking of a game that was closer with a player that is the cheat code, we had the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Maryland to play the Washington Footballs, and this is the game where Ty had the nerve at halftime to tell me that the footballs were looking good, and I looked at him like he was fucking crazy. And no, I said I didn't even say anything. I said this. I, I thought this is a game. It and, was not a game. And then I it told was, you, you guys have no chance of winning. It was look, not a game. We look. intercepted. We intercepted Patrick Mahomes twice in the first half and got seven points off of it. What do you mean? I, what do you mean it wasn't a game? You guys were up by three going into the second half. Yeah, but if you watched the game like I did, you that that up by three should have been. Whoa, 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 Eugene. I, if I remember correctly, I remember you previewing this game saying vividly that you would not watch this. Are you saying that you're not a man of your word and you're a liar? He definitely I'm watched the game. I'm a man of my word, but I watched this game along with the other game that I was scheduled to watch. Liar. So I watched two games at the same time. Liar. But I was not originally scheduled to watch this liar. game. <laughs> okay. Um but no. We've been talking quite like you know quite well about Heineke and how he's been playing this offense. The Chiefs shut him out in the second half. They scored zero. Well, yeah, and anybody who played my fantasy lineup knows how fucking how much they fucking suck. Terry McLaurin didn't didn't do fuck all. <laughs> like, and that's not on Terry McLaurin. That's on the quarterback. No, Terry was smothered. Also, uh, no one really cares about it, but I'm gonna say it regardless. Terry McLaurin, Keenan Allen, cost me a million dollars yesterday. They cost me a million fucking dollars. I, I was mad as fuck. Once again, just like you said, nobody cares. It's uh, yeah, it's tough to say that when like one of them got like six point eight pounds. Yeah, like oh, oh. it wasn't even that? close to getting you a million dollars. Exactly. Moving on from Todd's one million dollar wannabe bet, we're going to my favorite game of the week, Mile High Stadium, where the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh. I'm gonna skip that. We're gonna skip that game. I'm sorry. Sorry, podcast. Oh, okay, 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 okay. We're going to 
My Paul, least favorite game of the week. We're going to Paul Brown's. <laughs> we're going to Paul Brown Stadium in Cleveland, Ohio, where the Cardinals visited the Browns. And once again, the Browns didn't show up, but J.J. Watt sure did. Good Lord. Oh, the Cardinals are still undefeated. Sam picked the Cardinals. Sam was the wise one among us. He chose the correct answer to, the, to this question. What did you feel about the Cardinals yesterday, Sam? Well, I can basically feel nothing. A little BTS. Eugene just flip-flopped about four <laughs> times. I, I saw that too, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I'm just... Like, you're com- you're it's my favorite and my least favorite games of the week. Like, you can't be doing this <laughs> It's so much fun. But, no, we sorry. talked about the Cardinals game, and I remember... I just remember because I was, you guys were very much on the Browns, and I was just, like, so, like, no. I'm like, yeah. no. This, this spread wasn't right the whole way. And, like, the Cardinals are not on an even playing field as the Browns. And so this spread should have never been three. That's right. So and I'm not going to lie. Them. They really didn't have a chance. Nick Chubb got hurt, and then I was iffy. But then I heard the, the conditions were going to be super windy. I was like, now I like the Browns again. And then Kareem Hunt apparently is not 100%, and he got carted off. And Baker, I don't care what you tell me, he's still not right. That shoulder is not right. Uh, So it's – I mean, the Cardinals played great, by the way. Kyler Murray played great for someone who's, who's slightly banged up. Uh, but, no, the Cardinals, they, they look good, man. They look real good. And and if they aren't, any, everyone's they're survivor They're better page. without Cliff Kingsbury. Better every week that Cliff isn't there. <laughs> what are you talking about? Cliff Joseph is great. Cliff's 5-0 this year. I understand what Cliff is this year. <laughs> He's dog shit. I stand by that. His GM, I don't, I who I really should have looked up because I knew I was gonna make this argument. Uh, let me do it right now. Sure, go ahead. Arnold's GM. It's Steve Kine. This is the dude who's good because he's the one who's constructed this whole roster. The only fucking thing Cliff Kingsbury has done is draft Kyler Murray, and that's literally it. Steve Kine has got into one of the best rosters in the fucking league. Well, He's the dude to think every coach would be doing well with this. Well, team. Cliff's gonna win coach of the year. You know, he might, and that sucks. <laughs> if Cliff, I if don't Cl- think Brandon Staley's probably gonna win. If Cliff, Fair. if Cliff, if Cliff Kingsbury wins coach of the year, we need to do a special podcast because Sam need to talk to the coaches. Because <laughs> I understand his team's good, but no way, dude. I mean, it's right now. It's him and Staley, right? Right now, the, the nominees will be him and Staley. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Taylor. Throw him a little. Look at that. Sprinkle. Look at that. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Uh, again. Somebody who I also don't like either. But I know you made it very my clear. My opinion on him can change, and it <laughs> slightly is. Um, my opinion on Cliff will never change. Uh, the Car- <laughs> the Cardinals are a great team. We like, we we've known that for a minute now. Also, you did say if they covered that Rams game. Which they did. You would bet them, I think, every week or pick the Cardinals every week? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It was something like that. It was something like that. And they did. And we really didn't make any hubbub about it last week. I think it was last week after. was the week after. Because we assumed yeah, that you would be a man of your word. Oh, I am. I'm so far he has. Because you forgot. Don't bullshit me. You, you <laughs> fucking forgot. Don't even say that. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I, I didn't don't forget. But so far oh. you have picked the Cardinals. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. You haven't. You've, you've it's, stuck. It's worked out. You stuck by it. So I, I was picking him the whole time without Cliff. I mean, <laughs> all right. Let's we're go, let's move right we're along. Gonna, we're gonna move on to the Raiders visiting the Broncos. 
Um, the Raiders were favored by three and a half, and we all picked the Broncos, and we were all desperately wrong. Good guys lose. Yeah. Good guys lose. Um, the, it, the, is it me, right? We, we, should, we should really have thought about this. What the fuck did John Gruden do in, on the touchline anyway? What did Gruden do? Gruden was a freckled white Mike Tomlin. Huh? On the, on the touchline. I don't know where you're going with this. I, there's like no breakdown needed for this game. No, as in Gruden. It's just like good guys just lost. All of America <laughs> should have bet on the Broncos. And then if okay. they did, they I just they I lost. disagree with that clearly because they lost. <laughs> but maybe like, that offense looked better without him. Yeah, I, I he definitely was all over the offense without a doubt. Yeah. And something I didn't think about that, like, this dude is probably the happiest of them all. Mike Mayock, the motherfucker who got the job because Gruden and now just has the job exactly. without Gruden, he's like, ecstatic. He's like, oh my God, I can be a GM again. I exactly. Do my job. Also, oh my God. He's the happiest motherfucker ever. Apparently, under this new head coach, uh, Kenyon Drake is going to be part of the offense. <laughs> who would have thought? Kenyon Drake and, J- and Josh Jacobs, a nice little one-two you got going on in, in, in Vegas right now. So like, it should be good. Like, I want to, I want to have a look at their schedule after, after the show's done. Just to see see what spots we, we, we can go after, Matt. So like, because that Raiders offense did look good to me. Um, but yeah, this, the game was the game was the game it was unfortunate. Uh, Teddy had his worst game, I think. It's a long time. A long time, man. And in a game where because he's a good guy, I I I don't know what that means. (laughs) But good guys lose on a game where you expect Teddy to win. Teddy can't carry you through. He would let you down, and this is what he did. Well, moving on from Teddy Bridgewater to a more entertaining game, we had the Dallas Cowboys visiting the New England Patriots. It was a four and a half spread in this game, and they won by six. Talent-wise, the Cowboys have more actual talent than the Patriots. But Bill Belichick outcoached the Cowboys coach for the majority of this game. Well, it's Mike fucking McCarthy. Yeah, who's fucking surprised? Yeah. <laughs> it's Mike he's McCarthy. Like, he's like Cliff Kingsbury. He just hits really good rosters, and he just gets it gets hit. Oh my. All those years in Green Bay. Days. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Now we know how Sam feels about two NFL coaches. the The Cowboys won this game. They're really good comparisons to each other, in my opinion. I disagree one hundred percent. I think Kingsbury's I, a much better offensive coach than Mike McCarthy is. Yeah, probably. <laughs> McCarthy's a fucking dud. <laughs> I still think they're comparable in the way that I think in the fact that they both are going to skate by having very good rosters. That is true. I, I fully believe that. I feel like the quarterbacks is probably what I need to say. Yeah, the quarterback. Oh, exactly. quarterback that's that's where to put Because I think as, as, for as long as Cliff has his job, for as long as Cliff has his job, you, you're going to connect him, his career with Kyler's career. Yeah, he will always be linked and Kyler will never be linked. It's awesome. Kyler's in a win-win. Um, but this game was is just the epitome of, like, uh, sweats for betting and shit like that. Like in the last second, you needed the Cowboys to go score a touchdown, and they went down. They kicked the field goal, and then all of a sudden, you're flipped, and you've got about 38 seconds left. And the Patriots now have the ball, and you're like, okay, well now I need them to go get a field goal. 
And so it's it was just a great sweat. Patriots got the ball first in overtime too. Uh, it's just all around. This was what you love to see in a bet. It ended up working away, but that's why you bet is this game. Like if you didn't feel yourself during this game as a better and you bet on the Cowboys, then I don't even know what you're doing. This was my my second bet. I went the two and zero. This was my second bet of the week. And whoo, what'd you get them at? Oh, four and a half. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got them at three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. No, I because I placed it right after we recorded almost because I thought the number oh, okay. was going to go the other way. I'm like, where's all this money coming on New England? No, it's just it was it was one of those numbers that stinks that was going to stay there, kind of like the Browns game. I just didn't feel it that way. I don't know what it would mean. I don't know, maybe I, I, I didn't have my finger on the pulse there. I just didn't feel it that way. It's like, I, I don't know. It's like people didn't, I don't know. People don't think the Cowboys are as good as they are. I'm, and that I'm defense can be had at. In fully. And that defense can be had at, but that offense is top tier. Also, speak, speaking of that defense, uh, Trayvon Diggs has touchdowns. seven interceptions, two touchdowns. Uh, A.J. Brown has ten receptions, one touchdown so far this year. Just right, and they played in less games. <laughs> just, just, just putting stats out there. <laughs> right, Brown, who might not even play that, play tonight. I hope, I hope he doesn't. I don't know. Hope he doesn't. Very, very interesting stats. Speaking of very interesting stats, we're going to go to the Seahawks visiting the Steelers at a five and a half point spread. Sam, Sam picked the Steelers. I picked the Steelers. Todd picked the Seahawks. Todd must have saw something that we did not see. Todd, tell us what you saw. I don't feel comfortable laying points with this version of Big Ben. That's what I saw. There we go. <laughs> like it was like that was it really. Like like I I, said, I think I said the same line. I didn't even think Big Ben was that bad. Like yeah, and, and he didn't play that bad. Also, Ooh. Seahawks has like one of the worst defenses in the league this year. So it, take take it how you want. Uh, but I did. We all saw it. I think we all knew it was a risk. Well, I knew it was a risk picking the Steelers. I just picked the the defense. Over Geno Smith, who definitely didn't look as good as he did not had, but no, and that that I at least that happened because that's what I was very much claiming. I am, I'm, I'm happy I fell asleep. Though. I am concerned I'm about the defense though. The Steelers, Steelers defense, because for the longest time, the thing this year at least, the, but the defense was you can't run on him. It's really tough, so you got to try and throw, and trying to throw gives TJ Watt a chance to do TJ Watt things. But apparently, you can run on them. Alex Collins in the third in the second half of the game had twenty rushes for hundred plus yards. Like I when I watched I saw that I was concerned because they are one of the worst teams in coverage. That Steelers defense. So if you can run, I thought they may. I thought they're decent in coverage. I kind of like their corners. Look, like PFF, I think they're like twenty seventh according to Pro Football Focus, twenty seventh in coverage. Uh, yes. So. And then Alex Collins does that to him. It is not a... top ten in rushing yards per game, though. Who the Seahawks? No, the Steelers. Rushing yards per game allowed or? Yes, allowed. Okay, damn. Okay, so if you can just double team DJ Watt, apparently this defense can be had at. I mean, at him and Ingram, obviously. I was surprised at the fact that Bud Dupree wasn't on. Like, so I, I fell asleep at mm-hmm. halftime, so I didn't see the second half. But in the first half, I was surprised to see Bud Dupree wasn't on the field as much as I thought he would be with T.J. Watt. Yeah. That made much sense to me. Same. Well, I same. don't know why you wouldn't have both those guys on third down out there, especially after paying both of them. I agree. And also, holy shit, T.J. Watt's so good. Yeah, he is. so good. So yeah, good. Man, is it 
Like, I know the Steelers lost, but I bet on them. And, man, is it fun having that guy on your team that you bet on. I mean, Steelers like, won. You, they lost against the spread. I'm oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm saying <laughs> they lost against the spread. I lost my bet. Oh, oh did you bet on them? I just want to make this. I just want to make. I just want to make this statement. This is what makes doing this podcast so much fun and so hard. Sam's statement said, "I don't care if the Steelers won; they lost against the spread." <laughs> As someone who doesn't really game, someone who doesn't really bet that much, it makes it so interesting doing this podcast because we're doing it. We don't care if they win or lose. We care about did you cover the spread? That's true. Just, that, that's what matters on here. It was like like the Eagles. Like I was thinking about it earlier. It's like I forgot that the Eagles lost the game. Fair. Like because I they cause covered I everything I needed. To. I was like they did what I needed them to. I was like oh we're good, but they did lose the game. And it does like you know in twenty minutes when I'm moved on to other stuff and looking at seasonal stuff, then the wins will actually matter. But right now we're talking a lot about spreads and that's fair. Um. That being said, let's move on to uh, the Thursday Night Football preview. We have the uh, Denver Broncos going into Paul Brown Stadium. Well, not Paul Brown Stadium, sorry. What What's that shit show called in uh, Cleveland? The Cleveland so somewhere in Cleveland to play the Browns. The, the Brown, Dog Pound. The Dog Pound. There we go. I don't know how that is. That's not what it's called. I know, but it's with the fan base. Yeah. It's called Progressive Field. Progressive Field, yeah. The Browns are five-point favorites against the Broncos. And... Well, Sam, you go ahead. So, so long, you, you lead us off. Yeah, uh, this one's easy. Look, the good guys lost last week. I best bet them, and it's sad. But we're gonna go back to the wheel. We're gonna best bet them again, and we're gonna go with the Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater is twenty-three and four on the road as an underdog against the spread. All you need to know. He lost last week. I don't. Uh, Matt, uh, Ty's the math guy. You want to give me the percentages that he loses again? I'm not sure exactly what they are, but they're very low as he lost last week, and that's only a total of four out of 27. So, I mean, give me the Broncos all day. Uh, Eugene, go for it. Give me the Browns. I don't, I, I don't have any good reason to pick the Browns. I'm just picking them at home. That's all. I have one reason to think of. What is it? You and OBG probably OBJ probably have something in common. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, um, listen, I'm gonna go with the Broncos against uh, the like Teddy Bridgewater's uh, against the spread record on the road is phenomenal, and Kareem Hunt just got carted off. N- Nick Chubb on a short week probably won't be available for this game. Baker's shoulder is not 100. percent I did see pa- I did see positive things about Chubb, but go on. Uh, again, I. Because I think I'm, we, I'm still with you though on that comment. Fair. I don't necessarily think you'll play, but I did like. I remember seeing some positive comments today. Gotcha. That weren't overly positive, but like headed the right direction toward a comment. So gotcha. I mean, if he plays, that'd be a massive plus for them, obviously, because otherwise, Felton would be the starting running back. Uh, but no, uh, and Teddy going back to back losses. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to think. It's kind hard to think of. Also, after the game he had last week, you know he wants to bounce back. The only downside is Max Crosby and them got to Teddy often, easy and often. So Miles Garrett might be able to cause some problems along with Jadavion Clowney. But with it's a lack of offense that, that Cleveland has, the bad shoulder and missing missing the, missing their two stud running backs. I gotta go with the Broncos and, and those five points. 
So yeah, uh, give me the Broncos there. It's yeah for me the other straightforward pick. Um, I believe that concludes uh, this week's show. Uh, boys, you guys, you guys want to add anything else before we sign off? Nope. Um, guys lose. <laughs> okay, lose. Bad until Thursday. Bounce back. It has to get extended. We'll <laughs> there see you how go. the Broncos do. Oh my God. All right, guys. On that note, I'm Ty. I'm Eugene. And I'm Sam. And this has been Barbecue and Curry. We're out. We are done. Peace. Peace.